We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 813, Tommy Tucker, WWL, first day of March, 2023. The old thing, does it come in like a lamb or like a lion? Ronald Surpass, professor of practice, Department of Criminal Justice at Loyola, former NOPD chief, superintendent of the Nashville City Police, head of the Washington State Police throughout a long and storied career. Good morning, sir. How are you? Tommy, I'm great. How are you? Are you lambish or lion? Well, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the weather. It'd be more like a, a hot animal, <laughs> like some kind of swamp animal or something. It seems like as humid as it's been, right? Coming in like a gator, Wait, are you maybe? A nutria? A nutria. There a you nutria? go. It's coming in like a nutria. <laughs> I like it. Um, let's talk about, um, first of all, the, the, this shooting thing with incidents, and I, I don't know how changing the numbers and you know you go back to the the crew the group initially in, in the fall talked about changing the narrative about crime getting better now you got you know more people are being shot although the incidents the incidents are up the number of shootings categorically are down however that's still more people are being shot and bleeding however you count it right i mean is that serving any purpose or not no, none at all, because when the police department registers a call for service for a shooting event, it doesn't count the number of people, just that you received the call. The number of people is the critical measure of how many people are being injured. Um, in many cities, New Orleans not different. Sometimes as much as two to four times as many people who die from a gunshot wound survive. So for every one person who dies of a gunshot wound in many communities in America, as much as two and sometimes as many as four other people were shot and survived. So it's a crucial number to know that. You can't just narrative that away. Is that uh, updated after somebody dies from a gunshot wound? Is it then changed to murder as far as statistics go or homicides? Correct. The way the research is calculated is who was shot, who expired, whenever they expired, and who survived. Okay. So you have, the, you have the actual number of people who were hit with a bullet, and that number is the— crucial number all the other stuff uh, excluding murder of course which is the most crucial any other discussion about what those numbers mean or don't mean just go for the number how many people were shot period that's all i need to know kind of a forest gump moment that's that, all i need that's to know what i'm wondering I don't need Chief, to know all that other stuff that's what <laughs> yeah. i'm thinking because if you if you got a bullet shot. in you you don't really care if it's if you're um part of one incident or not for example the correct. Bacchus shooting was listed as one incident correct correct yeah and it can't be if more than one person was shot. Right. Let's talk about uh, the shot spotter technology because something has to be done. And every week I ask you, are we any closer to getting a handle on violent crime? And I'll ask you again, are we any closer than we were last week? No. Okay. Um, 
Raphael Gornici's data, which came out yesterday, tells us we have one more murder than last year. We're within three or four cases of shootings from last year. The, the trends are not changing now. It is fair to say, and it ought, ought to be said, that carjackings seem to continue to be very low. That's good news, but the number of people being shot, number of people being killed is not good news. Shot spotters being talked about right now in the community, fair enough. Shot spotter is a technology that assigns microphones to certain places to create a triangle, if you will, and their audio system listens for sounds and then classifies those sounds that are gunshots and notify the police. <clears throat> Tommy, the research on this is all over the place. It's a mixed bag at best if it works or it doesn't work as a technology. But let's put that aside for a second. Let's say it is a very good technology, despite the fact that a lot of research doesn't get there yet. Let's assume for our purpose it is. You still have to have a cop. You still have to have cops who will go immediately. You still have to have enough cops who will go immediately and do a scene research. In my consulting work, Tommy, I can't tell you the number of places I've been that had shot spotter. And we asked them, well, did you go to the shot spotter call? Um, we had a free motorcycle officer, so we sent them over just to take a pass around. That mm. defeats the whole purpose. Right. So if the NOPD is still 900 people struggling to figure out how to answer emergency calls, shot spotter may or may not be a, a technologically good idea. It may be a good idea to help get some assistance. But without people able to go into the scene and without officers being held accountable to investigate something at the scene, collect casings, knock on doors, look for other video, it's an investigation. And I think we know our investigators um, every two weeks are riding around in a police car not investigating crime. So just got to be thoughtful about it. Is this ideally something that's monitored in real time? The, the concept I'm hearing is that it would be attached to the real-time crime center, which began uh, uh, the Landry administration started building it, and now they've had it. And look, the RTC is a very good thing. And I said recently in the media, if you want to spend however much it costs for ShotSpotter, it may be more thoughtful to spend that on more cameras because the real-time crime center is live 24-7 with people sitting in there watching videos and being alerted when things are happening in the field so that they can look at certain videos. Um, I am agnostic on ShotSpotter, but I'm very aware that a lot of police chiefs and academic researchers are not sure it actually does what it says it's supposed to do. It's not going to prevent anything, certainly, right? Well, it's another. Tommy, we've been doing this long enough now. You, you absolutely are right. It is an after an event response, which means it's reactive. And reactive is not in front of crime and occurring, uh, stopping crimes before they occur. So I don't expect that being a damp blanket on everything is a good strategy, mm -hmm. but ShotSpotter is very expensive. And that money, many researchers suggest, could be better spent in putting back into additional police forces, putting back into additional other services to help people. It's going to be a judgment for a city to make, but research is not clear that it works. But it, it, whether it's real crime, uh, real-time crime camera monitoring or, or shot uh, spot, is the name of shot spotting? Is that what you said? Spot? Shot spotter. Shot spotter. Um, if you don't have anybody to respond to it, you, you're whistling in the wind anyway, are you not? Well, that's exactly the point I'm trying to make. Um, you know, whether or not it's a good technology is up for debate. But you still have to have people who are going to go if that's the case, right? You still have people. Look, we have very extensive 911 systems, right? And we still don't have people able to answer the 911 call. Mm -hmm. Now, you can prioritize those emergency responses, and that's fine. And if shot spotter was made a high, spot, high priority, that's fine, too. But if you only have two people working between the Industrial Canal and New Orleans East, how many other high-priority calls are being called out where people are saying, I'm standing next to someone who's shot. I'm standing next to someone who's been in a bad automobile accident. I'm standing next to someone who's reported they've been sexually assaulted. That thing's just going to – shot spotter's just going to keep getting pushed down the list like many other crimes.
or events, not crimes. We'll take a break. We'll pick it up here. We come back. I, I don't, you know, I don't, Chief. We keep going round and round, and and every year I ask you, um, every week rather, I ask you, well, has anything, uh, anything changed? And the answer is no. So. Uh, and definition of insanity, I don't know. We keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting change. I, I, I don't know how anything is going to, and maybe we can pick it up here we come back about where, where what is the first step. I know you talked about, look, you, you, you can keep hollering until the cows come home, but you're not going to get up to 12, 14, 1,500 officers anytime soon. You better redeploy or at least think of a strategy with 900 consolidating districts, et cetera. We'll get back to it when we return. 821 Traffic Now, WWL. A25, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Ronald Surpass, our friend, professor of practice, Department of Criminal Justice at Loyola, former NOPD superintendent chief. It seems like, you know, everybody wants to do something about violent crime, and rightfully so, not just violent crime, but crime in general in Orleans Parish. Throwing money at something without a solution is not going to really, is not going to fix anything. So you're talking about shot spotter, it's something to do, it's money to spend, but it's not really going to affect a change, right? So, how will how do you affect a change? We we keep uh, you're talking about uh, new strategies, this changing narratives, that murder's still going up, shooting's still going up, nothing's changing. How do you change it? The NOPD has to recognize it's not going to be 1,200 people. It's going to be 900 people. 900 people means you need less buildings. 900 people means you nest you need less people. Um, being in charge of driving the Titanic and more people in the uh, ship making the ship work. Mm -hmm. You have to recognize that the city council has to declare what calls for service they currently demand the city respond to through its budget, that the city will find someone else and free the police from those calls. 25-30% would not be hard to identify. And then reorient yourself to 900 people. Do you need as many people when you have 900 officers, when you have a 900 person department, do you need as many people to run offices or be senior level leaders as you did when you were thought you were 1,200 people? Do you need as many cars? Do you need as many buildings? That would be innovative and different to meet the need of the day. Um, you know, the I've been looking at this a long time, and I just got to tell you that the superintendent's uh, 10 point 10 page document is it's an aspirational plan of things we all know we want. We want better cooperation among the law enforcement community and the, and the so social service community. We want better equipment for the officers. We want better retention. But to be honest, there's nothing in there about measure me on this request. I'm going to change in this police department six months from now. Richard Pennington did it. I did it. I'm sure Compass and Riley in some way even had very specific accountability points in their plans. We don't see that yet. And then finally, Tommy, to be honest with you, this recall issue, I'm sure, is freezing many people in the country from even thinking about, even thinking about applying for this position if and when they ever do have a signed contract and start a search. So something, the dam's got to break. Something's got to happen, Tommy. Somebody's got to step up and do something different, not the same old thing. So nothing is being done. Basically, you got the recall in court, and I understand I'm not saying there shouldn't be a recall. The people are certainly entitled to mount that effort. Uh, that's being delayed in court now. Um, the, the national search, if people were, as you just said, hesitant to get involved, that's not even taking place yet, is it? We've not yet seen any evidence, and, and you were uh, very straightforward with Council Member Morrell when you asked him this right before Mardi Gras. There's been no uh, evidence that a signed contract to initiate the process has begun. And I'm saying put that aside for a minute. Having been a chief candidate and having assisted in chief searches, who in their right mind would consider this type of major contribution of their career to move 
when you don't even know who the mayor is going to be in six weeks. You don't know who the mayor is going to be in six months. The council and the mayor are at opposites on how to make the city safe. Those are the kind of things that run good people away who have been experienced as a chief, which is what I think you have to have here. And with all due, actually been a chief. And with all due respect, what you're seeing from the, the interim chief is not a plan. It's more hopes and dreams. It appears to be that way, and I wish her the very best like you do because we want the city to be safe. But I, I think many people, not just you and me, are looking for what are you going to change and how are we going to measure that change? That's the standard I was held to in three different states, and that's the standard you're held to by your employer. How are you going to change your show to be on top of the audience to make sure they want to come back the next day? Not that you want to have a good show, right? That's the analogy. Tommy would say, I hope we have a really good show. You know, you have mm-hmm. to do something in furtherance of that. And and the city of New Orleans is either not empowering uh, Superintendent Woodfork or not giving her the rationale to say, would you tell us what you're going to do differently than hope and dream we're better, which we all want hopes and dreams, but we've got to have facts. We've got to have things changing on the ground. So the simple answer to the question, has anything changed since last week to make the city safer? Has anything been done? The answer is no. Apparently, yeah, apparently no. Right. Thank you, Chief. Appreciate your time as always. Hi, Ronald Hi. Surpass, Hi. Professor, Practice, Department of Criminal Justice at Loyola, former NOPD Chief. We will talk to Councilmember J.P. Morrell when we come back. We'll ask him about that. Has there been a contract signed? Are we looking for a new NOPD superintendent? There's also problems with the mayor not wanting to work with the unions, and we're supposed New Orleans is supposed to be like a little red dot, I guess, right? or blue dot rather than a sea of red. We'll see about that and more when we return. 8.30, Tommy Tucker back in a flash here on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 